Welcome back to Richard's Radio Adventures. Uh, I'm Richard, KB5JBV. Uh, this time around, uh, we uh, recently restarted our Kaufman County Aries nets out here, and I got to doing this training the other night, and while I was thinking about it, I, was th- I thought that uh, it might very well be uh, helpful and useful for some of those places that have uh, have a little trouble coming up with training from time to time. So uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently. There's not going to be any transitional music between this segment and the next segment. And there will also probably not be any uh, uh, music to take us out at the end of the show. But I thought it was important to leave this where y'all could maybe cut it out and use it if for some reason you needed uh, needed it for use on your own MCOM net. Um, the good thing is all the actual podcasts at this time are creative commons licensed. So, uh, y'all can go ahead and use them, use them all you want. Just, uh, make sure y'all let somebody know where you got them before we move on to that segment though. I'd like to, uh, bounce something off of y'all and I'll be asking this over the next three or four shows, I guess. I was put also putting some thought into uh, resurrecting resonant frequency, the amateur radio podcast. And I would like to know if there's any interest out there in having resonant frequency back if we had to charge a small uh, fee for the episodes. And the only reason I'm saying this is in this particular time of... Uh, <laughs> economic unrest as it were um it's a little difficult for me to take the time produce the show pay for the hosting all these other things that you've heard me talk about before and uh if i could get a little help with that that would give me the opportunity to take more time put back out what apparently all of you think is a quality podcast and um we could carry on where we left off. I know that the uh, release schedule was kind of sporadic and that kind of stuff. And, uh, that's why we're looking at a, probably a per episode, uh, donation. If, uh, we get enough interest and we're able to get things going that direction, we may actually even be able to get back on a regular release schedule and even add more content in the way of uh, other show, other programs, small programs, uh, extra segments, uncut versions, stuff like that. So I'd really like to hear from y'all on this. Uh, y'all can send me an email. It's no secret. It's kb5jbv at gmail.com. Or uh, drop me a line on Facebook or Twitter or one of the other places. And we'll uh, we'll see how it works out. So this uh, particular segment I'm on, I'll run for y'all. Like I said, it's an edited version of training on our most recent Kaufman County Aries training net. You'll find there's places where it sounds like it kind of jumps. Those are the places where I unkeyed to let the repeater drop out. Um, other than that, uh, y'all enjoy and let me know what you think. Okay. First up guys, my 
like I said, like I've said more than once to different folks that uh, we've been talking to to about it, uh, we're probably going to have to start at the uh, most basic stuff and work our way up. So tonight I want to talk a little bit about making oneself uh, clear when uh, operating in a net situation. Now, y'all hear us talk about a few things uh, here and there, and uh, I thought maybe I'd clarify some of that and possibly bring up some other things. Uh, the first thing, you hear us uh, asking for people to check in, uh, speaking, uh, sending their call signs slowly and clearly. When we say slowly and clearly, what we mean is that at normal conversational speed, sometimes words run together when you're uh, communicating on the radio. And uh, most equipment doesn't, redu- doesn't reproduce all the audio frequencies of human speech or hearing. When you have some hearing loss, and most people have some hearing loss, uh, I know I don't hear near as good as I did when I was a kid, and I, I imagine the rest of you probably feel the same way. It's even, it's even harder uh, especially when uh, uh, people are talking fast and things are kind of running together. And I myself have low-end hearing loss, so most of the time I have to go find a microphone, plug it into my or a speaker and plug it into my radio that has uh, more low frequencies coming out of it so I can understand things easier. So slowing it down a little bit. Uh, really can help uh try to enunciate some people don't consider that when they speak the way they are trying when they're talking when they speak to somebody else the they're trying to convey information i know several people that just engage their mouth and let it go without a second thought about the person on the other side trying to decipher what the grunts and squeaks coming out of them are. Uh, I know several people that are that way. It's sometimes difficult to understand a conversation when you are in the same room with someone. It is even more difficult when you are on a noisy frequency or using a narrow narrow bandwidth mode like sideband or D-star. When you add the stress of a net situation, people tend to speak faster than they normally would, making the problem worse. See, now it's time for a story to keep you all awake. Um, I don't know if uh, many of you all remember the Lancaster tor- tornado about a decade ago. Uh, there was a gentleman out there uh, giving spotter reports and uh, that kind of stuff. And... He never got above a uh, conversational volume level, and he always com- he spoke clearly and concisely about what was going on. And uh, most of us didn't realize that he was giving the reports from in his bathtub with a mattress pulled over him while the tornado was tearing his house apart. That's somebody who really. Uh, has the first section we're talking about down. And uh, I've spent a lot of time around ex-police dispatchers. And those guys, 
they don't get excited. Their hair could be on fire. They could have a lap full of hot coffee, and you would never know it listening to them on the radio. So try and slow it down a little little bit and make sure that you enunciate. Another consideration is the use of phonetics. In most cases, phonetics can greatly increase your ability to understand and to be understood when conditions on, on the frequency are not optimal. Ham radio operators are, as a rule, a playful bunch. So we do things to make uh, talking on the radio more fun. Unfortunately, during emergency and disaster communications, playtime falls by the wayside. And what I'm talking about here is we, most radio operators like to make up a set of phonetics for their call sign, which have absolutely nothing to do with any standardized phonetic alphabetic system. Uh, when they find themselves in a situation where they need to be understood, their homebrew phonetics really don't help. This is why the ITU phonetic alphabet is the agreed-upon standard for amateur radio emergency communications. Every radio operator should be able to at least spell their call sign with these phonetics. Some operators can jump to phonetics without even thinking about it. Uh, Since so many letters in the English language sound alike, it is important to know the standard phonetic alphabet. You know, that's the major stuff we've talked about so far. And then there's other things which will also help us out. Uh, one of those things is don't, don't yell or whisper at your microphone. Yelling at a microphone is, is a problem that is propagated down through the hobby. Many of us have come into the hobby by way of the citizen band service. Many others use sideband radios on a regular basis. On AM sideband, speaking louder into the microphone can give you a small increase in the output of your radio. But since we're primarily using FM radio equipment in our endeavors here, this is not the case. Without, without going off into an explanation of how FM works, let's just say that yelling at your microphone causes distortion, making it difficult to understand the information you are trying to convey. At the other end, whispering or speaking really softly into your microphone also has problems. There are some operators out there that speak very quietly. This results in a full quieting signal and barely understandable audio. In the case of a net control located in a noisy environment, it makes your transmission unusable. We don't always get to call a net from the comfort of our home. Now, this next section probably should have been rolled into the uh, previous one, but it also has some good good points. Don't eat your microphone. Eating the microphone or holding it right up to your mouth is another bad habit that has trickled down through the hobby from the days of carbon microphones and poor quality microphones of the past. Today, the microphone supplied with a standard piece of radio equipment is very good. Eating the microphone presents its own set of problems. Holding the microphone too close to your mouth can overdrive the diaphragm in the microphone and audio stage of the radio, causing distortion, which most often results in muffled audio. Overdeviation of the signal is also a problem you may experience. 
Overdeviation is a problem because most repeaters are equipped with a band pass filter to eliminate unwanted noise on nearby frequencies. This means that in some cases you could be sitting right under the repeater running 100 watts and not be able to key the machine. And that would be because your signal is so wide that it's dropping completely out of the passband. Another problem that may occur from eating the microphone is known as P-pops and clicks. Now, these are most common when the microphone is held directly in front of the mouth. These are not only annoying, but can make it difficult for a neck control to understand the information you are trying to uh, convey over there. One of the easiest ways to solve that problem is hold the microphone off to the side, but we also need to try and hold the microphone away from our face, and most of us can benefit by listening to uh, listening to ourselves, transmitting on the radio, and listening on another radio or scanner. Uh, I don't do that near as often as I used to, but it's a practice I intend on adopting again. This is KB5JBV, Kaufman County Aries Training Net in progress. Okay, Q-Signals codes and jargon. Since from time to time we will be transmitting information for uh, use by non-HAMs, such as our served agencies, we need to keep Q-Signals, codes, and jargon to a minimum. These these, uh, served agencies will be listening to us on the... on uh, pieces of ham radio equipment, possibly in the EOC or one of the firehouses, possibly a scanner. Um, You know, there's many ways for them to monitor what's going on with the situation without actually actually having to have an amateur radio operator there at their location. So uh, these folks have their own jargon. And in most cases, it doesn't even remotely resemble the jargon we use. The Weather Service has its own language for describing weather. And that is the only possible jargon that we may need to use. And uh, that we will learn. uh, Those of you who haven't been to a Skywarn school will learn uh, that stuff at Skywarn. Plainly and simply, codes and ciphers are prohibited by Part 97, so they are not appropriate, period, at all. All they're going to do is uh, mess up what may be a smooth net operation. Q signals are also a problem in amateur radio today because everybody wants to sound like a professional radio operator, and they think that Q signals help achieve that goal. Q signals are designed to make CW operation easier and have no place on a phone frequency, especially during an MCOM net, because all they're going to do is keep us from uh, talking to each other clearly and be able to get the information back and forth in a concise and uh, timely manner. Lastly, on this subject, there is a place uh, there is a place for over, out, and Roger in the MCOM communications. Uh, unfortunately, most amateur radio operators tend not to use them in the correct fashion. My personal opinion is that if you want to acknowledge a transmission, the word received works just fine. 
And that's pretty much all I have in my notes for now. But one thing we need to consider as we move along, we do need to make ourselves clear. We need to keep the microphone at an appropriate distance from our our mouth. Uh, in some cases, we may need to uh, have somebody throw uh, our radio on the bench and make sure that the uh, deviation and mic gain is properly set. But uh, in most cases, out-of-the-box uh, radio equipment is in pretty good shape. I've heard people that have had deviation and mic gain problems, but it's normally on equipment that they've had for, for some time. Everybody within the sound of my voice can benefit from, uh, at the very least, monitoring traffic nets because uh, the number one priority for these guys is to get the information across clearly with as few repeats as possible so that they can get on to the next message. A lot of the techniques and protocols that are involved in the national traffic system translate directly to... uh, Aries and even Racy's communications. Now, this is a very brief summary, and I invite all of y'all to go out and uh, and do a little research and figure out what you can uh, what you can do to improve in some of these areas if you feel that you're lacking there. I feel at this point I might be because of the uh, turnout that we had this evening. I may be preaching to the choir. But hopefully there's some people listening out there that may stop and consider it and at some point may even join us on the net. So before we wrap this up, is there anybody out there that has any questions? Well, it sounds like I put everybody to sleep. Um, Don't be afraid to ask questions when we have these nets because this is not... I don't know. I do a couple podcasts and it's a lot of one-way information. Uh, It's easier to interact in a net situation and ask questions so that we can cover either in an answer to your question or in future training something that we may have left out or had overlooked. So uh, one more time before we uh, uh, head towards wrapping this thing up, are there any questions concerning the materials?